Welcome to another episode of the Elevated Barbers Podcast. And today we're going to have a special guest that's going to give you some insights on how to get celebrity clientele. One, two, three, four. All right, my name is Bradford Kelly, the owner of Another Level of Barbering, also known as the Business Minded Barber on Instagram. And I'm here with... This is Delmar, a.k.a. The Prince, owner of Royal Lust Grooming and co-host of the one and only Elevated Barbers Podcast. And today we have a special guest with us. He's right here locally in Baton Rouge, um, Louisiana, and I've been knowing him for quite some time. I've been following him on social media. Um, like he was one of the first people I started following on social media in the Baton Rouge area. And um, he has a lot of celebrity clientele, a lot of collegiate athletes have come to his shop he has some athletes that are in the nfl nba and uh you know i don't want to stretch it out any further but let's give a round of applause to my man tj malvo of draft picks bad news Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. No, we appreciate you taking out the time, man. I know you got a, a pretty hectic schedule. You, you always traveling and, uh, you know, you got to tend to your celebrity clients, your, your collegiate clients. Uh, but, man, so give us a little backstory on how draft picks came about and then give us a little backstory and let our guests know about who TJ Malvo is. All right. TJ Malvo from Morgan City, Louisiana. Uh, St. Mary Parish, to be exact. I've been barbering for, you know, for some time. Now I started out in the garage, kind of like everybody else did, uh, cutting my little brother, cutting my friends, you know, doing it through high school, stuff like that. But I never did, you know, I never thought um, that I'd be, uh, this would be my career. It was always mm -hmm. a hybrid, you know. Um, you know, I attended Grambling State University. Uh, I graduated in 2001, worked for the state for, for a while. And, you know, working for the state, um, you know, I was going through some things as far as, you know, my personal life, as far as, uh, you know, I was in a, you know, a hectic marriage and that paperwork with the state and the marriage and the kids, it, it just was just too much for me. And at the same yeah. time, I was, I was barbering part time. So, uh, you know, 2010, I just decided to just take it full time and, you know, and I just where I've been at ever since. Okay. So 2010, that's when you went full time with it. Um, did you start draft picks in 2010 or were you working in another shop? Um, no, uh, like I, I, I moved to Baton Rouge in 2013. So mm -hmm. I started at a shop in Baton Rouge for four years and, um, um, around 2016, I came up with the name Draft Picks, okay. and we, we opened in 2017. Now, the, the the Draft Picks name came from. Uh, so when I got here in 2013, I had a cousin, uh, Kenny Hilliard, and I had a, a, a homeboy. His name was Vernon Norwood. Well, Vernon, he was running track, and Kenny was playing football. Mm -hmm. So uh, Vernon, Vernon, you know, I, I I used to cut Vernon hair a lot. Uh, you know, I was his client before he uh, attended college. I mean, he was my client before uh, he attended college. So when he got the um, scholarship to uh, LSU and he found out that I was moving, he said, man, look, I'm going to put you on. That, that was his exact, exact words. He said, I'm going to put you on. And uh, and he know the type of grind, you know, the type of... Uh, I always try to put myself in the right places and capitalize on the opportunities that always has given to me. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I first started out going to the to the dorm. To, not the dorm. He was living in an apartment with uh, some teammates, track teammates. Mm -hmm. And I started with the track team first. And and then once Kenny started coming, and then that's when the football team, the football team just took over. And it was just, it was just, and I just tried my best to keep up. But that's how the draft picks name came up. Because these guys, these are not just your, oh, they on the football team. No, these were like stars of the, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. you, know, like, you know, like LSU. These guys are like the Saints out here in Baton Rouge. Yeah. They, you know, yeah. right. 
the fans that is our protein. Like the, yeah, yeah, like a protein. So they got a fan base, and it's crazy. So you know, um, so as I'm, as I'm, I had this one guy. His name was uh, Divine Gotchalk. He would always come to the shop, and this was before the draft pick's name came about. He would always come in. He said, "Man, give me draft day fresh." He said, "Give me draft day fresh." Every time he would come in, give me draft day fresh. He'll sit in the chair, man, give me draft day fresh. So, and, and he just kept saying it. Every time he just kept saying it. And then, uh, so after those four years at that at that uh, that shop I came in working at, me and my wife, would, you know, we were uh, at home and, you know, we were slowly thinking about, you know, opening up the shop and we were thinking about a name. And uh, I would always say draft day fresh, draft day fresh. And then she came, she was like, draft picks. And I was like, yeah, draft picks barbershop. And I just stuck with it. And I was like, man, I like that. And then uh, it, that was it. I just stuck with it. And that, that name, Draft Picks, is so fitting for you. Um, I remember one year you had a haircut that went viral. Uh, it was first seen, I think it was first seen on ESPN by Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. And then people was like, who is Jamal Adams' barber? And then you just started going viral, man. So give us a little you know, insight about that story. So to be to, about that story, man, um, Jamal, now Draft Picks wasn't even open. This mm. was, I was still working for another shop. Because if you look at the Draft Picks logo, at the bottom it says 2016. Right. We didn't open until 2017. Okay. Like mm. July 2017. But that draft, the NFL draft was 2017 in April. So they hadn't heard about the Draft Picks, Draft Picks Barbershop this whole time because I, I put it in your ear all the time. Yeah. So he was on the red carpet. Um, See, he was on the red carpet. It was on ESPN, uh, NFL Network. And he's speaking to the commentators and um, they found out that he and Tredavious White flew their barber from Baton Rouge um, to the draft. And uh, and he said, uh, yeah, you know, we flew T.J. Malvo from Draft Picks Barbershop. And I'm at the draft now, and but I'm not hearing. I can't because at this time they're on the red carpet and we're, we're kind of walking up to our seats. So mm-hmm. we can't watch this. We don't know what's going on. So my phone just started going off, man. Just like, man, he said your name. He said your name on TV. I said, who? Who said my name? He said, Jamal. Who just said draft pick? And then like I, I saw the replay and I, man, and then Twitter, Twitter just was going crazy. Everybody was asking who his barber was and this and that. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Yeah, I remember that, man. I was like, man, he, you always get people right, but I don't know for, for whatever reason, Jamal haircut was on point that day. <laughs> and it just stood out and then like it had every right to go viral bro so kudos to you for that we are here with soon to be nfl cornerback jamal adams out of lsu oh, smile on the face i love that <laughs> looking oh so fresh Fly. on the red carpet with your family now nate i do my homework on these red carpets uh-huh. and i know for a fact my sources tell me that you flew in your barber from baton rouge and got you got your hair uh, done up with Tredavious White. Can you confirm? I can't confirm. Uh, you know, we flew up, you know, T.J. Malvo from Draft Picks back in Baton Rouge at LSU. He's been cutting us ever since freshman year. Um, he always gets the mall fade right. So I, go, I always have to have it, you know, on point, on fleet. Yeah, so when you when you first started um, going to the dorms and starting to spend time with the athletes, you know, a lot of people have perceptions of athletes or celebrity clientele that it's too hard to get to, you know, like, man, you got to, you got to, whatever. Um, you kind of happen to be in the right place at the right time with the right people. However, who you are as a person magnify more than just the fact that you could cut hair, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if you were to try to instruct some younger barber that wanted to follow your shoes, they wanted to get into the celebrity world 
world some some way somehow what are some character traits that you think that they should definitely have so that they could take advantage of an opportunity if they're ever presenting one i would say man i would say first and foremost um just always remain humble and 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 uh for the most part you know give you like i would say i don't know i don't even know how to would it <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest, bro. I don't know what to say. Uh, no, that's all good. Cause I just, I just know I'm looking at, you know, it's a lot of people that, like, from what I've known about you, yeah, you're popular, but you don't. It doesn't seem like you promote only the fact that you are a celebrity barber. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people that look up to celebrity barbers, that's all they post about. Mm-hmm. That's all they post about is like, oh, I cut this dude, I cut this dude, I cut this, you know. But you don't, you don't operate like that. You post mm-hmm. your haircuts and yeah I, yeah I post my haircut you know I but, post but it's a different spin on it it's a different take on it and like you said it is a a humility behind it mm-hmm. right yeah. um so if you were talking to somebody that you saw had all this hunger all this fire and they'd be like hey TJ man like how do I get to to cut celebrities like you do like what would be one of the first things that you would tell them like it's not easy for one thing because these guys they're not like your regular um uh like everyday client they, um, you know the everyday client gonna come in during work hours most of the time. Mm-hmm. These these guys are calling you at the spur of the moment, late at night, early in the morning. After you get like, hey man, hey man, I need to cut tonight. You gotta work you know, around. Now. I don't work all day. Yeah, I'm not knowing that he's gonna call me. Right. Yeah. So like, you have to really have a passion for for for. First of all, you have to have a passion for barbering. Yeah. You have to have an extensive work ethic. You you know you can't be that barber that's like. Man, it's it's his clock. I'm done. I'm off. Yeah. You know, then I mean that that athlete, he he don't have, you know, they'll show you real quick. They don't have time. They'll go to the next barber. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, you know, I sacrificed a lot, a lot, man, to 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 be in the position that I'm in. I worked a lot of, you know, a lot of times I didn't want to work. A lot yeah. of drives I didn't want to drive. A lot of flights I didn't want to fly. But I know it's you know, I'm I'm still building my brand. I'm continuously mm-hmm. building my brand and I'm trying to, you know, instill that that hunger and that drive in the barbers that that I have at the shop because, you know, I mean, I, you have you have some barbers that want to do that. Like you say, they they want to do that, but yeah. they don't really understand that, you know, the 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 it's a sacrifice. You know, yeah, the sacrifice that you got to make to do that. You know, yeah. if you have wife and kids and, you know, I mean, you have to, I give thanks to my wife too cuz she she's very patient. She's very understanding, um, yeah. you know, and it's a lot of things that a lot of guys don't see that I do too. You know, it's man, I'm 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 at the daycare every morning and every evening when I can, and you know, I still I still I'm still a full time father. Yeah. You know? So yeah. talk talk about being a, a full time father, and I think you have two locations, right? Yeah. You have two locations. They both in Baton Rouge. Yeah, they both in Baton Rouge. Okay, right. talk because I we you know the three of us are serial entrepreneurs, and you know. Life be lifing, like they say these days. <laughs> life, life be lifing, man. So just kind of talk about the balance in that too, because I think something that some of the newer guys that are coming in, you know, I, you know, it's a grind when you first get into the game, right? Mm-hmm. But at some yeah. point, you have to learn a balance once you start having other obligations and responsibilities. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um. Well, and, and like I said, I was saying earlier, I'm a, my, I'm a, I, I remarried. I'm remarried. So I've started, I've started over, 
So my mm-hmm. my 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 oldest uh, daughter, she's in college from mm-hmm. a previous from a previous marriage, and now my my kids are uh, my youngest are uh, he's going on two and seven. So I started all over again, bro. I'm forty seven <laughs> years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm forty seven. So yeah, you know, a lot of my partner. Matter of fact, one of my partners looked at me the other day, uh, bike class weekend. He said, "Bro, he said, man, I commend you, bro. You started over and you're doing it again. You know, all mm-hmm. their kids, they 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 in college and gone." But yeah. um, but bro, like you know, it's it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice, man. And it's it's uh, I have to no, no matter. I don't feel like coming to work. Uh, if I don't feel like doing something, man. I got to keep that 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 um that super dad face on. You know, yeah, yeah. Seven, you know what I mean. So yeah, um, you know, just for me to see them and look at them uh running around playing, and you know, I could be in another room in the house, man, and I could just hear them. Brother and sister going at it, talking, and my kid, my wife going at it with them, and stuff like that just motivated me to get back up and man, just go to work and, and you know, because I mean, you know, I gotta, I want to see them smile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, nah, that's that's real, man. Because you know, I'm married. Brad is married too, so and it's you know trying to find that balance. I'm still trying to find that balance, man. Sometimes yeah, you know, different seasons we are busier. Mm-hmm. You know, we we stay pretty busy. We all have a built up clientele, but holiday seasons, you know, people want that that special cut for the holidays and sometimes you gotta work a little bit longer so it's good to have a good support system at home too that understands that yeah and sometimes i have him here you know for a short short period of time but i I do i i I, you know if i got one or two more heads left i go get it from daycare come back cut them and then you know we'll wrap it up but i like having him here i like having him you know i like to see him pick up the broom you know he don't know what he's doing but it's just like (laughs) you know i got my son in here with me you know that's your your two-year-old or your seven-year-old it's my two-year-old yeah Okay. You know, he, he like to pick up the broom and just yeah. be walking around with it. You don't know what he's doing, but you know, <laughs> it is fascinating for me, man. Yeah, he getting that exposure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also good to um see someone, you know, it's positive to see a positive African American man taking mm-hmm. care of their family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be yeah. simple, uh, being blunt with it, um, because you know you got a lot of stereotypes out there, or just you know perspectives of society. So hats off to you, man, just for being a, a real good man. You know, yeah. uh, for your for your wife as well as for your um, for your children. So I do have a question though. I wanted to probe your mind um and it's in the same vein uh around like having being able to balance between you know having a full-time being a full-time father and then also being a business owner and you have to oversee barbers in multiple locations you're managing all kind of different things at all at the same time how do you focus your time so that you can be of value to everybody how do you is it like a strategic way that you go about it do you think it through say okay so this is how i'm gonna help my barbers this is how i'm gonna make sure i spend time with my children this is make make sure i spend quality time with my wife do you schedule it or is it kind of you're you just kind of freelance it how do you do it what i do man i, I freelance it all man um i'm the kind i'm the type of person i, I think i do a lot of thinking at night yeah you know mm-hmm. uh but nah everything is freelance i, I spend a lot of time i i, I make sure when i'm not traveling i try to make sure that the weekends i am home um I spend it with my kids, my wife and my kids. We go back home from where I'm from, where we're from. Uh, you know, we spend time with family. You know, my daughter's in cheer. Um, I take her to cheer. Um, I have to actually I have to take her to date. Um, 
you know, with the fundraising stuff. I mean, I'm involved with the fundraising and all of that. And as far as the barbershop, um, what I did initially, um, I was I would spend time at both locations. So Tuesdays I would be at one location and then the rest of the week I would be at another location. But I found myself, I'm just taking up a spot. So uh what I did was I I made I made I made one of the one of the barbers uh, a manager. Um mm. so we kind of came together and uh came to an agreement and you know that's 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 probably been going on maybe probably about four months now so it's still fresh it's still new and i'm just uh we just all figuring it out man i'm just trying to you know because i can't really and i do talk to my guys you know through text i call i text some individually group text um motivational things uh from time to time i send them um and and i always you know and my line is always open for them so you know they 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 can always reach out to me um i I try to be hands-on man but it's tough yeah, yeah, you you yeah. got a lot to put your hands on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to deal with um, and to manage. But like Delmar said, you know, in in life, um, it's almost like a song to a certain degree. Like there's going to be a rhythm to your life, and you have to be able to understand the rhythm of life at that time because some things for your children may become more demanding. So you might have to take more time away from work for whatever. Right. Or something, a health situation can cause your life to turn into a different rhythm Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, like you said, like a celebrity may hit you up. And your your rhythm has to adjust so that you can accommodate for whatever. So just understanding life has a rhythm to it. And once you get a good rhythm, then you can kind of move at a pace that's comfortable for growth at all times. But mm-hmm. if it's always sporadic, everything is sporadic, then you won't never be able to get into like a good rhythm. Yeah. And therefore things get dropped off. Somebody's offbeat, like you missed something, you forgot something or whatever. But I like what you said about just making sure that although you're freelancing it to a certain degree, you still understand that you're bringing everything into its proper perspective so that you can give everything its proper amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's real cool. Yeah. And one thing I noticed about TJ, man, like, um, you know, from from our personal encounters, like we haven't bumped into each other a lot, but the times I've reached out to him or the times we've seen each other in public, TJ is a humble guy. And if I'm a person who's who wants to be mentored and I want to find a good shop to work at, I, w- I would want to work for a TJ. I would want to work for a Joe, the real estate barber or Brad. <clears throat> and then TJ, he's also, you know, posting his, not just himself, but he also posts his barbers that he has in the shop. Mm-hmm. Just like he's elevating his team with him too. And I, I love that about TJ. Yeah, that's tight. I, I, yeah, I try to, I try to, man, I try to, if, 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 if someone like join the team, man, you know, and, and they, and, and I see that they want it and they're really passionate and they're hungry, man, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I dish my own clients. I'm talking about athletes, everything. Because, man, you know, we're barbers. It's too much. Like, when mm. you gain, like, so much clientele, yeah, you can't cut them all. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. you know, hey, I got, I got barbers right now flying out. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I love to see it. You know what I mean? I love to see it. Yeah, because that's, that's, you know, that's good praise for you, too, because, you know, with you not being selfish like that, you know, even if your other barbers decide one day, hey, I want to go get my shop, they still came under the draft picks, the TJ Malvo umbrella. Mm-hmm. So everything that, that that they've learned business-wise and how to, you know, talk to clientele, they learned that from you. So yeah. that's still, you know, kudos to you, too. Thank you. Yeah. What are what are some of the things that you pay attention to when it comes to hiring new barbers? Um, What do you pay attention to? Because I know you said that you value having a work ethic within yourself. And that's what kind of put you on and allowed you to, you know, take advantage of the doors that were open to you. 
But when you're sitting down and somebody say, hey, man, can I come work at draft picks or whatever? Like, what do you pay attention to to know if they will be a good fit or if it, if they're even worth trying? Man, I pay, I pay, I first and foremost, I pay attention to your appearance. I pay attention to, you know, the way you carry yourself. I pay attention to your IG. I ask for your IG. Um, I actually sit down to with, I talk with you. I don't just like like I don't just hide. You know what I mean? I sit down, I talk, I I, I kind of gauge and see where they are. I see the language that they're using to you know to me. Um, uh, I try to pick up on a lot of things, man. And and you know a lot of guys. You know I don't I don't hire everybody that that comes through. You yeah. know what I mean? But I you know I try to I try to hire the guys that's you know that's passionate that that that, that I know that's hungry. And all of, you know some people sell themselves well as well. You know, but yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Uh, but I just, you know, I just, I, I just overall try to look for um, that passion, man, that that hunger, and that someone who who wants. I actually want people who want their own shop. You know what I mean? Mm. Because I know they're gonna give a different type of, you know, a different type of grind, a different type yeah. of hunger. Because you know they're gonna try to come in and learn as much as they can learn. You know what I mean? Um, I always tell barbers too, like I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't want the, I don't want the, your booth rent. I don't want that. I, I don't, I'm not worried about. You know, I want you to be the work. I want you to be in here building your clientele. Because if you build your clientele, you're going that's building the shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? You build your clientele up to where it needs to be. Then when these walk-ins come in, you can just pass it to the next guy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And and then just a chain reaction. You know what everybody I mean? Everybody eat. Yeah, everybody yeah. eat. Everybody eat. So you do booth rent or you do commission? No, I do booth rent. Oh, you do booth rent. Yeah, I yeah. do booth rent because I came from booth rent. I don't know much about commission um i've been hearing i've been hearing more about it lately yeah but right now it's booming yeah nah it's it's funny man that conversation been coming up on ig a lot yeah. recently <laughs> yeah uh, yeah because you know and and you just being honest you know just be honest man like booth rent is better for the barber than it is for the business correct commission is better for the business than it is for the barber um unless the barber is slow you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if the barber is slow commission works in your favor because <laughs> you don't have to come up with the money that that you don't you ain't making yeah but once you start making that money you like hey man let me <laughs> Let's switch this. Let's switch this commission. Like Lee Drive, the shop near campus. Yeah. They need to be on commission. <laughs> a lot of traffic, huh? Oh, it, it don't make no sense. Like, it's, we got 10 barbers over there. Still ain't enough. It's so wow. many people coming through that barbershop. is ridiculous, man. And that's a high traffic area, too, because of being so close to LSU. And then Lee is like one of the main highways in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, you're surrounded by a lot of restaurants. You have Tropical Smoothie right next to you. I pass there all the time, so yeah. I know what's around there. So it's, it's a lot of other businesses around there that's bringing traffic to you, too. And they steady building. That's what's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're yep. about to put a surge there, uh, a game in that some Drew Brees thing they about to put there where that Win Dixie was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right next to our mom's, the burger restaurant. Yeah, I just seen bro, that this weekend. Yeah. For all of y'all that they don't live in Baton Rouge, <laughs> we, all, <laughs> we all just looking at them talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody should know who Drew Brees is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. I didn't know he was coming out with nothing. But no, but um, I think that that's key what you did mention, though, like all of those different facilities that's around your barbershop. It brings value and it brings foot traffic to you. So that's that's a big deal when you're like a new barber, uh, up and coming barber and you're trying to grow and you're trying to build your clientele. You're going to want to try and get into a facility that has good walk by traffic Mm -hmm. because you're not going to build fast off of appointments only. It's just not going to work like that. You have to get into a barbershop. 
um, or be in a be in position to have a lot of walk by traffic so you can attract walk ins um, so that you can build your clientele quick. And then once you build your clientele quick, you know, then you can go towards appointment only if you want to. But you got to build into it. Yeah. yeah. TJ, I got a quick question for you, man. So I know uh, a while ago you was talking about uh, putting a third location close to my hometown uh, near Thibodeau. Is that still in the works or are you just kind of shut it down for right now? No, the, the, the Thibodeau one was, uh, that was, uh, why, why did I say Thibodeau? At first it was because of Nichols. Yeah, it was because of Nichols. Right. But, uh, yeah, nah, they, not, don't, don't, So let me break it down. So those of you who are listening, Nichols is another <laughs> Louisiana university. Now it's all good. Nichols is another Louisiana university. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you have two Louisiana bound people. We start talking and we forget that everybody else ain't from Louisiana. So yeah. it's all good. Now. <laughs> Y'all was on a, I was FaceTiming pretty much. <laughs> um, but uh, nah, um, nah, Thibodeau is out of the question as okay. of right now. Um, I, I have been thinking about, you know, things come to your mind like that. Mm-hmm. But I've thought of Homer. I thought of Lafayette has really been on my mind. Um, I don't think I want another one in Baton Rouge, but I think that Lafayette, if I if I did anything else, maybe Lafayette. Okay. And that would be close to Lafayette, Louisiana? Yeah, it'd be you, yeah. University of Lafayette. So that's 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 ULL for everybody ULL. who don't know. University of Louisiana Lafayette. Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns. Okay. So do you are you when you think about your brand draft picks and you think about opening new locations are you focused on college towns like do you focus on that no yes that's the that's the that's the key that's the goal that's the mm-hmm. you got to think those colleges aren't going anywhere they just recycling kids are coming through mm-hmm. yeah they're just coming through coming through coming through coming through no matter like they've been there before a lot of you know you know you're talking about 19 history 1905 19 you know history. what i mean yeah, yeah. forever you know yeah. what i mean and it just they just getting larger and larger and larger. And they build an apartment complex for all these kids to come by and come live, come stay. Um, so it's like that's just those apartment complexes, in my opinion, are just that's opportunity for more kids to move out and the university to have more kids on campus. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, which is in turn, it's just building a bigger pool. I mean, but yeah, I focus on college town. Okay. Now, do you focus on price point? Like, do you have like a price point that you try to stay within? Um, do you do you tell your barbers like try not to go over this certain amount? You dealing with college students right now, or is it that same kind of push that's in the industry right now, where everybody push and try and get to a hundred dollars a haircut, no matter where you located, all that kind of stuff. What's your business mind on that? What do you? How do you see that? I try not to. I, I, I do. I do give them insight on like what I think they should charge. But again, I can only. They don't have to listen to what I say. But right. it'd be beneficial for them too to listen because you don't want to run away. You know, run away a client. A client. You know. You know. You may want to charge a client this price, and then the barber next to you five or six dollars cheaper than than you, and they go sit in his chair. Then you find yourself dropping your prices. But you know, I try to give them great, great advice. You know what I mean? Um, I can remember when I came to town in 2013, I was charging all athletes fifteen dollars, mm. and they were driving fifteen. You said fifteen, as in one five? <laughs> I was charging them fifteen dollars. Oh, they college students though. Okay, when you say athlete, I'm thinking any athlete, but you're talking about college, college students. Athlete. Yeah, I was charging okay. fifteen dollars, and I oversaturated. That that was that also, you know, which you know what 
what would help you know me build that 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 base that clientele base that I had because yeah. I was I was like 20 25 minutes away from campus. Oh wow. You know what I mean? And they were driving they were driving way over there. Yeah. Mm. So they yeah, they was getting you had fresh cuts, but you also was within their price point. And know what else I was doing? I was what? I was going I was going there. I would cut them like if I would go to the, the dorm or something, I'd cut them for the same price. Mm. Wow. So but you travel to them and charge them shop price. Yeah. And you know, you got people that are gonna charge them travel fees, this yeah. and that. But if I got six six guys, I mean I'm good. I don't really need no gas. I'm in Baton Rouge. You know what I mean? Right. And then what happened was once the players started started, once I attracted the players, then the coaches started coming. Yeah. So it was like I'm then I'm in a then I'm in the coaches locker room cutting the coaches. So it's yeah. like and then like when <laughs> Bro, it's it's a crazy cycle because the recruits will come in and like the recruits will come to get a haircut from high school. Yeah, like it mm-hmm. was it, it was it was insane. Yeah, so not only did not only did you do them a favor per se, but you also gained the experience and you got exposure for doing that too. Mm-hmm. Because now you start with one collegiate athlete, then they go to two. They telling their friends, and then now you're getting the coaches, and then you starting to get the recruits. So it's part of how you built your brand. Yeah, it's part of yeah, part of how I built my brand. And then you got to realize too, the thing with coaching, it's a it's a it's a high turnover rate. So you might get a mm-hmm. coach that, that's there, he might come back, or you might get a coach. Like it's it's crazy ways that I built this this networking system that I have because you might have a coach that's. He might be at Oregon. Or he mean he might be at Baylor. Mm-hmm. And Baylor might come play in the Sugar Bowl. And they they right in town. Yeah. Hey, hey man, Mariam, I'm in town. Or for for instance, you might have an LSU guy that that's they come and play the Saints, you know. Right. And they'll call me to come down there to cut. Then, you know, they'll tell the teammates. And then I mean it's just it's just and I capitalize again. I capitalize on every opportunity, every moment. Yeah. So if I'm in Seattle, you know, cutting a player and I know they playing another team, or they might be playing the Saints. I'm yeah. going to the Saints Hotel as well while I'm in Seattle because they know that I'm there and they they calling my phone. So like so I'm 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 I mean I'll be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And you you're also a Nike barber too, right? If no, I'm, no, I'm not a Nike barber, no. Okay. I don't know why I thought you was a Nike barber. Well, Jamal Adams is a Jordan athlete. Okay. And um, like this is where some of this stuff come from. But like 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 he he had a, a Jordan photo shoot. I don't know if you had saw that. I don't know if that that that's why, but um, you know, they'll fly me into the like the Jordan shoot or Walmart shoot. Any kind of shoot that he had, I I'll be there. Nice, nice. Man, I, I like that, man. I love that for you. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> he said that real you meant that. <laughs> yeah, man. I like that, man. <laughs> Nah, man, look. Cause, he he wanted him some gear, man. <laughs> so, so, look, they, they surprised me So, so we were in Portland, and uh, it was a Nike shoot. It was a Jordan shoot, and it was, you know, several athletes. It was, you know, remember, remember Devin White? Mm-hmm. Devin's a Jordan athlete. It was uh, 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 Landry, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis, yeah. It was Jarvis. I'm cool with Jarvis. And it was, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. I, yeah. He cut his hair before. I remember he was your client. I used to cut his hair. I, I cut his hair once, but Trey was yeah. always cut. Okay, okay. Um, and it was another uh Debo Sam. So they all okay. had this photo shoot and in, in, in Portland, Oregon. So Jamal flew us down for a couple days and uh he was like, Hey man, uh Jordan giving y'all this uh this, this five hundred dollar uh check, uh stipend or whatever. Y'all can go shop at the Nike store. You know, Nike Portland is home of Nike. Right. So we went to the you know, we was on campus or whatever, and then and at the store, after you spend that five hundred, everything else is 40% off. Oh, wow. 
What? So, yes, the whole store. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, they have stuff that's not in the regular Nike store. Yeah. Right. So, man, right. I get out, man. Look, I, I, I ended up shipping stuff home because I had so much stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, shipped it, I shipped it home. Dude. Yeah. So, you know, I got my, 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 my daughter, my wife. I got them awesome stuff. But, you know, it's a lot of perks, man. And, I, you know, I love it, too. That's why I keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I ain't knocking like you for that, man, bro. You know? <laughs> now you are, you are sponsored, or you have something with Wall? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Wall ambassador. Um, and the ambassador, uh, that Wall ambassador program, it started last year. Um, I was on the first, the first round, and uh, now they're on the second, the second round. Like you know, they do it each from year to year. So mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly, I made the second round. Um, so what Wall like to do is. They like to pull their educators from the ambassador team. Okay. And I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not an educator yet because I don't do much educating. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. I'm not in the front of the camera much or speaking, saying what I'm doing, demonstrating haircuts and nothing like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I am a, a wall ambassador. And with that, um, you know, they would send, they would kind of pick people from different parts of the country, and mm-hmm. um, we basically uh represent wall, represent the tools that they send us. Um, you know, we have Zoom calls, Zoom meetings. Uh, you know, they would sometimes they ask us, you know, what product they give us like a choice. For you know products we want to choose from to, to, to market, um, they have these uh ambassador boxes. It's, it's a cool little deal that they're doing. Yeah, I see so a do lot you, of, oh no, I'm oh, go ahead, Brett. No, I was just about to say I see a lot of people that that represent whatever brand that they're with, and they always get these like care packages. I'd be like, man, what? How did you even get plugged up with uh Wall? Like, man, what, how did wall, that happen? Wall Wall started DMing me. Like they oh, started wow. DMing me first. It was like, hey, you would be a great addition to our um, educational team. And this was some years ago. And they'll be like, submit a video. Submit this video to this, to this. It was a it was something that they did, but I didn't do it. And uh and they did it again, they said it again. And uh and I come to find out it was the same guy, you know, who 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 I, I've met now. It was him sending the, the messages or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, his job is strictly marketing and social media. He runs a social media account, he sees everything, you know, and, and I'm all I'm a wall guy from day one though. Like I I love wall. Like, you know, mm-hmm. before they even, you know, choose me, chose yeah. me, I, I'm a wall guy. So I just I just love the ergonomics, just the way that's just what I, I'm used to. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, you know, and you know, and, and I try my best to represent them, represent them, you know, the best way that I can, you know, and they 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 support me as well with the, the different bowl games that we attend. Um, you know, they they supply us with, you know, the clippers and the trimmers and the capes whenever we go and cut these different teams for these bowl games and stuff. So, you know, shout they out to Wall. They're gonna do what they gotta do to get their brand out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you at the game, they're gonna be like, here's a cape. <laughs> clippers, you want a box, you gotta uh-huh. So do yeah. you get paid from Wall too, or is your payment receiving like the free tools? Well, um I the the payment at first is is, is the uh, the tools, okay. but I don't know if you see me marketing the ten percent off. I, I've yeah. been marketing a lot of ten percent off. So for those of you like we just they just had, I say we we just had a sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Black Friday sale, but uh you know it was twenty five percent off, uh and it was an extra ten with my discount code. So you know I do have a discount code. 
uh, 10% off, you get $35. Anything over $35 is free shipping. So, you know, my discount code is T-M-A-L-V-E-A-U-X-10. That's T-Malvo10. And it's only available at wildpro.com. That's right. Yeah. Plug it in. Man, I, I wish <laughs> yeah. I would have known that, man, because I just, um I should have hit you up, but I did just buy their newest, what is it? The newest trimmer that just came out. I forgot the name of it. Ives? Yeah. I bought those because of you. I seen you using them on the video. And, and, you, I didn't said, the, and, you, and you didn't use the I should have hit you up, bro. But don't worry. I got to spend some money next year because of taxes. So I'm going to buy another pair and use your discount code. Hopefully I'm still with Wall, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully I'm still with Wall, but 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 yeah, that did. But I do get paid from that discount. So okay, you know, so yeah, they do send they do send checks. Yeah. People buy. You know what I noticed too? I got a lot of influence that I you know outside of Louisiana. Like you know when they send me something, you know how much product that I was selling from my discount code. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, you know that's crazy. I didn't. That's crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> they got all the analytics and all that stuff. They'll show you. Something. Right. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, but that's that's one thing that. We we all have to get more into is is learning how to create some passive income some mm-hmm. forms yeah. of passive income man so is that your main source of passive income or do you have other opportunities that you're able to um use at your disposal as well right now that that's 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 it um i i do other things like you know i have like parties i do parties back at home i've been doing that before yeah. i moved to Rouge, but i kind of slowed down on that because i'm not at home as much and i mm-hmm. i don't have the barbershop at home so i don't have the crowd like i used to have yeah but um it's other things that i that i you know i want to get into um but i just i'm the type of person i'm kind of i guess i'm afraid you know what i mean mm, you letting fear hold you back yeah yeah and, and, and <laughs> i gotta get away from that but i'm almost i'm almost to the point to where i'm just about to step out on faith you know what i mean yeah but, yeah. but, but for years i've been you know I, I i've been i've been holding myself back so Man, what look, is ne- it that you actually want to do that you know fear is kind of holding you back from doing but but you want to do it real estate mm. oh he trying to be be up there with joe <laughs> yeah see i'm not trying to be a contractor and i'm not trying to sell houses and nothing like that i just want to i want to i don't know if i want to be here in baton rouge or i buy property back at home in my hometown and, and and you know just purchase land purchase pr- purchase stuff you know yeah. what i mean and just yeah. you know rent out flip i don't know you know what i mean but i don't want to be contractor or nothing like that i don't want to be an agent or nothing like that either okay Man. yeah i just want to I just want to um you want to flip houses. Yeah, I want to build build some wealth. I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to have stuff I can pass down to my kids. Yeah. Yeah, man, I I would never know that you were afraid to step out and do stuff just looking at your Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, like, cause man, a lot of people don't understand, man. Cutting celebrities and cutting athletes, man, it's not, it's not easy. Yeah, no, it's not. Like, you have to move around with them, <laughs> like it's pace. they. Yeah, you have to move around. They pace. They taking phone calls while you cutting them. They constantly on the <laughs> phone checking email. So it's it's yeah. not easy at all, bro. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed. I'm gonna tell you though what I do though. What I what I do that a lot of people don't don't, don't realize. Like now that I I built my name up and like like so what I do like before I would have to have a a a, a, um, a client that was going to the draft. But now I don't even wait. Like if I know a draft is going on, I'm 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 booking my flight. I'm booking my thing, and I'm gonna be there. Like so mm-hmm. I'm I'm I, like I didn't build confidence in myself. Be like oh I'm gonna cut somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm yeah. gonna cut somebody. I'm I know how to get indoors now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't need the, the athlete all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
Like, yeah. and to be funny, I, I, I booked I, I booked Detroit uh, this morning because oh, the really? draft is in Detroit. Yeah, so I'm wow. gonna be in Detroit at the draft. But you know, do you have any clients from LSU that's currently on the football team that's going to the draft? I do, but I don't know if he's going. You know, I, you know, a lot of them they may not attend the draft. Right, so right. His name is up there. Right. As, you know, in the top 15. But uh, also uh, another one of the barbers, he has a client that's uh, that's in the draft, too. He's in the top 10. So okay. I don't know if he's going, but I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he's going to the, the Heisman uh, this weekend in New York. Uh, Jaden Daniels? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. he's not my client. He's one of the other barber clients. So I think my barber is going with him. To, oh, nice. And that's gonna be his first flight out. Wow! Nice. So now he's getting that exposure. Yeah, 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 man. You you almost like the Bill Belichick of of barbers, man. Like <laughs> you just got people coming from your tree. <laughs> man, let me tell you, like, like, uh, it, it's almost like I got a school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I got a lot of apprentices, and I got I do have licensed barbers, but it's like the apprenticeship program they allowed me to have four now because like the limit was three. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm bringing in so many barbers and I'm getting so many barbers licensed that they they called me last week and they said. Look, you know, we're gonna allow we're gonna allow you to have four now. Like y'all can have up to four apprentices now. Wow. So, you know, man, it's it's I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to I'm just trying to you know trying to do what I can do, man. Yeah. Man, you you got it, man. Yeah, you doing it. You got it. You You doing doing it. it. Well, I got uh one more question for you. I know Delmar, he probably got four more questions for you. (laughs) I've been bonding. But so I have a question that I've been asking everybody. Delmar already know what this question about to be. <laughs> but um, no, nah, what you? What's, it ain't gotta have no hands on the face. <laughs> but all right, so TJ, how important is it for you uh, when it comes to booking appointments? Like how how important is that? Are you a big walk in person? You don't want people scheduling appointments. Um, are you about like I do ask that you respect my time so I. I can respect your time, you know. Please book an appointment. What is which 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 way are I'm you on? I'm an appointment on? guy. Like I'm an appointment guy. You know okay. What I mean? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm me personally. I'm an appointment guy. Now, before I moved to Baton Rouge, no, I wasn't like that. Like we would go to the shop, and it's fifty on a Saturday. It's fifteen people sitting outside. Yeah, sign the list. I don't never want to do that ever again in life. Yeah, <laughs> I am strictly appointment. Yeah. All right. So since you strictly appointments, um, what are some pros about the booking platform that you use? You don't have to give the name of the booking platform, but what are some things that you actually really like? And then what are some things that you wish was a little bit better or something that you would kind of change about it? Uh, I like the fact that, okay, now that I'm speaking generally as a shop. Okay. Um, I like the fact that I can see um, which barbers has have have openings. So, so if I answer the if I answer the shop phone, can you hear me? Yeah. If I answer the shop phone and say I'm the only one in the shop, I can look at my booking app and I can put that person with some. If they're trying to come in within the next two hours, I can find a barber on my booking and I can book that appointment for them. Mm-hmm. And the barber is going to get the notification. That's what yeah. I love about it because at the same time, I'm trying to build a shop. Yeah. I'm trying to build a, Yeah, I'm trying to build my brand. So, um, I do require the barbers to be all the barbers are on that particular booking app yeah so to be an employee of draft picks you have to be on that booking app gotcha. and i can toggle from one shop to the next so we can't we don't have no bookings here i can toggle to the other shop and put them with a barber over there yeah nice you know i mean so yeah. that, that that's what i like about that's the one thing that i that i do like about it um one thing that i that i wish i had uh let me see 
Mm-hmm. And the system do a lot, man. So, I mean, it's hard to kind of pick a bad thing about it. Uh, Probably, sh- I don't know, something about the money showing, like, I guess being more specific about, uh, like, the sales. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah like the reporting. Like the analytics. Yeah. 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 Well, well it, it does great analytics, but I, I can't really pinpoint what I, what I want to say because it's almost like I, the way it looks. Yeah. 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 It's like I can see what I made, but I, I can't really put it all together. But it's, it's you, a great system overall. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to see like what's your highest selling service? Is that what you're talking about? No, it, it shows uh, all of that. It shows, shows that. that. It, shows from year, it shows the year to date. From yeah. all, like, all the money that came through, all the barbers, because it's a it's a shop system, so it's not right. like an individual. So, and it's something that I pay for too. I don't, I'm not I'm not trying to sell my shop or nothing, no. But I'm <laughs> like, you know, you get free booking out when you come work here. Yeah. Oh, nice. But yeah. that's 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 big though. But I think what he's saying, D, has a lot to do with almost the way that the information speaks to you because mm. you can read reports. Right. You look at the reports and you see the numbers, but it don't really make sense all all the way. Like you you see it. But unless you're a real numbers guy, it doesn't make you be like, oh, but for for people like myself, maybe like you, TJ, you might be able to see the number. But it's almost like, how do I use this information? And it doesn't tell you how to do that. And so Mm -hmm. because it don't tell you how to do that, it's just like, all right, like it got some got some numbers. Mm -hmm. And you know another thing? What's up? I'm able to sell products on it, but like it doesn't it doesn't show like when the money is deposited, it mm-hmm. doesn't show that it was product sales. You know, so I'm cause it's just it's just it's just it's Oh, just like not, it doesn't separate right. You know, it, it doesn't itemize it. Yeah, it doesn't itemize it. it. Just I just look at my account and it says who it who it, like the company, you know, it's, it's been a, de- a deposit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's also coming along with what I've done for the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, so like you, you got you gotta think. So if I'm selling products at the other shop and I'm selling products at this shop and my haircut, my hair, you know, that money, all that's going in. So I have to really break it down myself. Yeah. So mm. That's the, and a lot of times I don't even care to look at it. Yeah. Cause you, and you're talking about the specific way that it communicates to you in the deposit. Like it'll just say, Correct. TJ, we deposited $3,000 today or something like that. But that's a combination of the product sales. That's a combination of haircuts, all kind of stuff that has happened. Um, but you wish like it would deposit when it shows the deposit, it would say, this is from products. This is from yeah. services. Correct. This is from tips. That's one thing that I would prefer differently is is that they clearly show you the difference between tips and uh and the amount that you make, you know, from your services. Nah, I, nah, I always do. Yours does? Yeah, yeah, it does. That's it, good. That's good. The tips. Yeah, it does show the tips. Yeah, for me, I gotta click a few buttons for me to see how many tips I have. Like it's uh-huh. like versus it tally them all up clear. together. Like like it it'll it'll tally them up together at the end of the day, but it also show the breakdown of each each like one who who gave you a tip. Yeah, I want to see all my tips and my services income like in two separate things. Like don't mix it. I want to see. And you got a shop system or you got a individual i have i have a shop system as an individual so the this the platform that i have has the ability to do what shops can do but i'm just it's just me you see what i'm saying yeah so i if i had inventory i could log all that stuff in there if i had multiple barbershops i could i could be on this platform that i have and i could do everything that you're talking about we're probably on the same one 
what I'm, I'm thinking about, right? Why you talking? I'm like, we probably on the same. Way. Yeah, but we probably. Like, on the there's same. a lot of stuff I'm I'm learning too. I'm still learning. I've been with them since the pandemic, but that's when I switched. But mm. um, yeah, I'm still learning, man. And it's like um, I I'm so. I'm going so much that I don't even take time to learn the uh, the email blasting thing. Like, you know, I need to do that. Like, I don't even do it. I don't, I don't even use it. Yeah. 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 It's... It- it's um in my opinion like i think some of the communication definitely needs to be improved with mine just like being simpler you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like it's not simple it don't feel easy it feels like okay like you feel like you gotta go and learn it like okay let me learn Mm -hmm. how to do this email thing yeah it should just be like let me send some like let me send some messages So yeah, it's uh interesting, but I'm I have a passion um for understanding people's plights when it comes to booking platforms because I feel like it's a it's an area in the industry that we as barbers are getting capitalized on. Um, and we're not taking full advantage of what we have, you know what I'm saying? Like who we are, but they'll, you know, the booking platforms will come and they'll ask you to either be a rep for them or they'll, you know, ask you to get it, be a subscriber of their product, but then they're shopping you and 15 other barbers in your area to the same people, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like creating a, a competition that shouldn't be in the mind of the clientele. If you're the person that they came to see in the first place, yeah. right. you know what I'm saying? So um, it's in my mind, like there's a better way. We just have to figure out how to do it um, so that the barbers win. Cause I, uh, or the beauty professionals too. Cause I don't, I don't feel like the companies truly are looking after uh, like protecting the, the, the professionals. No, it's mm-hmm. almost like they shop the professionals to the customers, but we are paying them. The customers don't pay the the software directly. We pay the software directly. No, and then you know on top of that, the, the customers may get charged for being with us. You know what I mean? Like they'll mm-hmm. do like a booking fee or something That's like that. That's what I was about to say. So yeah, they, make, like, they, 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 they win in a lot of ways. They win yeah. in a lot of ways and they know it. And we're not in the position to say nothing. Because in, in our minds, sometimes we feel like we need them. Like, yeah. oh, well, we need them to. It's like, well, I mean, they're not, they not doing too much more than what a Google calendar can do. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same point in time, there are some pros. There's a lot of pros to booking platforms, yeah. but I think there's like a there's an opening for uh, better, better use cases, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what you're working on, right? <clears throat> I'm, we doing some things over here. <laughs> so but I, I like getting insight, man, because when you tr- when you focus on trying to solve problems, you really got to understand the problem. You know, mm-hmm. you got to understand it. And sometimes what I've noticed in different conversations is there are certain things that I have in my mind that I wish were different about my booking platform that even when I ask other barbers and different things, they don't they don't see it as a as a pain point yet. But it is like they'll they'll talk about it in a different way. Like, oh, yeah, you know, but it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But if it got fixed, it would change the game for them. And yeah. so it's uh yeah, you have to. But it's like those, that's the difference between some some people that are like innovators. Um, They'll see the problem more than other people will. And then when they come up with a solution, people be like, man, I, I've been wanting something like this. But yeah. nobody said nothing. You know what I mean? Right. And this this has been a great episode, man. Uh, TJ, again, appreciate you taking yeah. time out your schedule to you know meet with us and be on our platform i really enjoyed this episode man i learned more about you definitely learn more about you man thank y'all for having me too yes sir yeah yeah i like what y'all doing man y'all you know keep doing it man i like that so we just trying to bring some positivity to the barber industry yeah we we 
definitely need it. Yeah, definitely. We elevated barbers, man. We we not the only elevated barbers. We trying to elevate all the barbers, and we elevate barbers like yourself that mm-hmm. are also elevating other barbers. So mm-hmm. what you're doing is nothing but just a promotion of what we're trying to help elevate and put in the minds of people anyway. So mm-hmm. thank you again, man, for spending some time with us. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Yeah, this has been another great episode of the Elevated Barbers Podcast. This is the Prince along with my co-host. Brad, the business-minded barber, and we are out. Peace.